Hi there, this is Christine. After Act 4 of Friends Like These, we're going to be having another discussion episode where the Heroes cast reflects on our experiences with Friends Like These, as well as the Age of Rebellion campaign as a whole. We want to make sure to talk about what you want us to talk about, so please send in your questions about the characters, the adventure, our experiences, our decisions, what's coming next, over to heroes at theheidianway.com. Thank you, and now on to the show. A galactic civil war spreads across the sun. From the heights of Coruscant to fiery Mustafa To fight the evil empire for people join the fray Welcome to Heroes of the Hydean Way. This is a live play podcast that explores published adventures set in the fantasy flight games Star Wars RPG line. Currently our story is Friends Like These and it can be found as a standalone module. This is Act 4, Episode 8, and I'm Ben, the GM for this adventure. And I'm Christine. I play Nima Ptolemy, the Mirialin tactician vanguard of the team. And dude, I'm like a droid, and I do droid stuff. I do like a lot of slicing, and I'll shoot people from like way far away, and I'm like really good at it. And I got a painted tux on me that this <laughs> boffin like painted on me. She's like kind of crazy that way. And, you know... If you need that kind of stuff done, then I'm going to do it, and we're probably all going to die, so. Hello, welcome to show. I am Chris. I play Mandalorian Strongman, who is also Space Wizard. <laughs> Accurate. I am Leslie. I play Kith. Um, I did a fabulous job fixing up that uh, busted-down old droid. He looks pretty sharp now, but uh, we'll do our best to keep it that way. At least if he dies, he looks good doing it. All right. And to start off every episode, I like to get, I like to give a question out to one of the characters. And this time it is Nima. Now that you're in the bowels of the Gladiator Star Destroyer, how do you feel about your chances of holding the Imperials in orbit? Uh, oh, uh, that's difficult to say. I'm not really sure all of what's going on out there. I know we didn't have a very impressive space force to begin with so i never really expected to win an orbit just to slow them down and that's what this mission is about too slowing them down as much as possible and i do think our actions in the hangar bay are going to aid in that but we're not done yet we need to deal a more grievous blow to this ship and we need to buy time for the alliance reinforcements <laughs> Grievous. <laughs> Thank you. Wrong Grievous. I don't know. He's pretty good at destroying ships. See what you did there. Uh, true, true. And you know what? If we um, if we end up having to uh, fly this the the remnants of this star destroyer and have to land safely on the planet, well, I will call that a mission success. Uh, as it is, I think we just need to buy as much time as possible until the Alliance reinforcements can arrive. Uh, how are we doing on time anyway, Ben? The time is sort of based around how well everyone's doing in the mass combat. And, well, last time, things failed. On the other hand, then you went and did some direct damage to a Star Destroyer, like doing weird things to the uh, Magcon field, causing 
uh, air to fly out with a bunch of stormtroopers, and uh, there was a lot of stuff. Then the two groups, oh, and then there also was the explosion of, like, their flight control center. That was a big thing. So that was a lot of stuff going on inside the ship that, well, the designers never really thought of. Or they ran out of room. I'm going with they ran out of room because knowing at least one of the writers, yeah, they totally ran out of room. Not They didn't think of it. I'm giving a bit of extra time being eaten up by them having to do this. The question I have really comes down to how much of Phase 2 in orbit, or how does that mass combat role go? Because currently, y'all are sitting at 40 minutes into the five hours you have to hold, give or take. Okay. So... We do have this mass combat check, which, well, not a whole heck of a lot has changed much. Relo's ship, the 7, has been injured in the last time due to a despair in the mass combat role. We do have a lot of starfighters flitting around. We even have the acclimator now within range to start shooting at the Star Destroyer. And the space mines, I know, at least a couple have hit the Star Destroyer. Mm Mm-hmm. So that is going to give a boost on it. Yeah, the mines are going to give a boost. The acclimator gives an increase. Okay. So if I'm looking at the base of this, I am looking at a pure base is two ability, plus one for the Mandalorians, plus one for the acclimator. I'm giving an upgrade for Rello, which is downward graded from an increase because the ship itself is damaged. You're getting a boost for the mines, and so we're currently at three green, a yellow, and a blue. Yes. Okay. Just making sure I kept up with that. And the difficulty that's being going against, on account of it is good old Mister Poldoons himself, Nem Baroya, and him decreasing the difficulty once. The difficulty on it is three red, one purple, uh, reduced from two purple because of Baroya. And a setback because now all of the Imperials' ships are at much closer range. So it's at the actual effective range of a gladiator, which is a lot more terrifying. Um, so two other factors. One, if memory serves, Nam has a leadership score of three. Sounds right, yep. So that will upgrade three dice up to yellows, bringing us up to four yellow. And then uh, what does our damage to the... Star Destroyer, uh, what does that do for this? You know, I'm going to take off that purple. Because the Star Destroyer itself is now focused a bit more inside as well. So, currently we're sitting at four yellow, a blue, three red, and a black. Uh, before I roll this, I want to turn to my team. Last time I rolled one of these, it, it did not go so well. This is technically not Nima. Does somebody else want to do the roll for this? Absolutely not. I see what you're doing. You're trying to make sure you're not blamed for when it goes terribly wrong. We're not <laughs> dumb. <Yeah. laughs> We're smarter. Yes, yep, 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 yep. Uh, I had to try. I had to try. Okay. I'm going to, um, and our destiny pool is currently four dark side points and two light side points, but I'm going to make it five dark side points and a light side point to give us an extra green. <laughs> And uh, let's see, uh, let's see how this goes. Okay, this has turned out a little bit differently with one success, two advantages, and a triumph. I think basically the reverse of what I rolled last time. 
pretty close because yeah, you failed and had despair, and yeah, yeah. I'm really glad that that purple uh, was not in there previously. Um. Okay. So a duty rolled was fourteen, and that gets us Kith being still riding high off of exploding the flight control center, and everyone else gets an increase of one. <laughs> I have so much, so much threshold right now. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Good. You might need it. I probably will. So the good news is maybe Captain Reload didn't explode. That would have been what would have happened if I had gotten a despair. But you guys got a triumph, which means you can pretty much do the same thing to one of the escort frigates. Or escort corvettes. Ooh. You can damage one of them fairly significantly. Like one was between the Ambition and the Acclimator? Yeah. And just got lit up. Pretty much. I like that. I am down with that. One fewer ship to deal with. The end result of that is, as the four of you approach the uh, escape pod bay that Raimi's directed you to, Metu and Nima come up upon Amp, who's just rifling through the effects of this uh, stunned, yeah, stunned Imperial Naval officer that had been standing guard and there's Kith still just sort of looking gobsmacked at him because well she wasn't able to get in close I have my helmet so as uh, Matsu is approaching there are two very obvious things you notice one is that there is a severed silver head hanging from his belt and the other is that he's carrying an arm which seems to also have attached to it a missile tube Oh, hey guys, I got you some stuff. Uh, gives the missile tube arm to Kiff, unhooks the head and hands it to Amp. Here you go. <laughs> okay, quick, quickly. Is this an actual arm or is this a droid arm? Roll perception. <laughs> well, is it leaking blood or hydraulic fluid? Roll perception. <laughs> I'm more going with vigilance considering, but. Yeah, <laughs> I do kind of want like an average. So much better. How I hard is it? I want a one red, one purple vigilance check. What? <laughs> it is larger than average. I'll give you that. I, I have okay. So this is a beautifully balanced roll because I'm not remarkably vigilant. So Matu walks up. I'm holding a helmet. He walks up, shoves an arm in my hands. So that, which, you know, I, I managed to bobble the helmet kind of under one arm. And now I'm staring at this <laughs> arm in my hands. Yep. Yes. And Kith. Rolls a light side point. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's totally not there. Um, Kith is, is kind of flabbergasted. It is not. But apparently knows what it is. It is not a, a real arm. It is a droid arm. On the other hand, yeah, <laughs> okay, you're kind you. of flabbergasted. It's like, what the heck? And loses strength. It, it does kind of look like a stormtrooper arm, though. Yeah. It, is, it was, is the funny thing. Can I vote for what the threat is? Okay. It's a really big, heavy thing, so she drops it and gets a strain. I like that. All right. I absolutely like just, that. Just shove. Which, that, that is a concussion missile Ow. in that. Don't just drop it on the ground. I thought you were doing daily physical training. I am kind of already doing something. I'm kind of already carrying your freaking snow wookie axe. That thing was heavy. Ugh. Actually, that, that axe was from a weak way. <laughs> yes, I know, but I called it a snow wookie because I couldn't remember. 
Well, anyway, buddy, do you like your head? Requests don't look anything like rookies. I like both. Um, so is this like one of the heads that you want me to like hack into, or is this one of the oh, no, heads hack, you want me to hacking. shoot the back of? Slicing. Slicing. Not physically, just do the thing where you put your hand in it. I, I can just see Kith initially going for the axe, and then... Uh... Are you kidding? I expected him to hand the head to Kith. Well, you can't do anything with the head. Kith already has one. Maybe she wants a whole collection. Maybe we learned to not give you heads after what you did with the last one. <laughs> Fair. I just wrote axe instead of amp. <laughs> okay, we had stormtroopers uh, on our tail. Uh, why don't we get with the slicing? Why did you guys bring stormtroopers? We don't have anybody following us. Hey, I killed most of them. Look, we killed a whole squad, but like another two were right behind us. And... I'm kind of thinking that it's at this point where... They show up. <laughs> no, something weirder. Uh, at this point, as the four of you are sort of standing around each other, and sort of looking at this silverish, stormtrooperish head, Kith looking at this arm from that's kind of this huge stormtrooper-ish arm that has a rocket launch on it, and then a... Vent grating falls right in the middle of the four of you. I uh, turn on my shield. I brandish my blaster up at the uh, the opening in the ceiling. <laughs> Not firing yet, but ready to. All right, and it's at this point I'm thinking that a human head peeks out, drops down a a line of rope, and slides down into the middle of your group. With a very mussed-up Imperial Navy uniform with a lieutenant's insignia. Well, you're either our mole or you're about to die. The former, she says, <laughs> very quickly. Sorry, Christine. Yeah, I gotta play two characters here. Uh, Alico is very careful. Um, I don't know if she was armed previously. I imagine she probably took a one of the E-11s from one of the unconscious stormtroopers, if nothing doesn't, else. Doesn't Amp want one of those? Uh, no, no, he wants an E11S. This is just like a normal yeah, the standard stormtrooper thing. thing. Uh, so it's like tucked through her belt right now, and so she's very careful to have her hands raised so she's not going towards it at the moment. Who do you think was opening up some of those doors for you? Okay, don't... Kith raises her hand. Don't be cute. Just tell us what we gotta do. We don't have a lot of time. We need to get off the ship. Am I supposed to cut off his head? No, don't cut off this person's head. Come on. Keep we need to get off this ship, Alico says. Nima then says, we're not done disabling it yet. Look, uh, what was your name? Alico. Okay, Alico. I know you don't know who we are. We are uh, tentatively known as the Suicide Squad. No, that we're squad. veto that name. <laughs> oh, whatever. Anyway, the point is... You're that... the best the Alliance could send, Alico mutters. I am more than enough. So is this guy right here. Uh... Kif, ah, 50-50. Kif is rummaging in, in one of her many pockets, wordlessly, just letting him talk. I don't think you understand how many troops are aboard this Star Destroyer. We need to leave now. Okay, there's an escape pod. See you later. See you on the ground. If you just point me in the direction of life support, I will be out of your hair. <sighs> if I fire off the escape pod, your droid will need to grab me, and then... He'll be exposed. He won't be able to come back for you. Oh, well, he probably won't get you because he's extremely loyal. So 
I guess you can wait for us. That's up to you. Like I haven't even shot him in the head. <laughs> Internal security is on to you. You'll never make it to life support. Because, uh, Ben, I think we covered last time, life support's pretty far away from our present location, yeah? Uh, it is relatively far away, yes. And it has been announced over the uh, intercom that security forces are on their way to secure major areas. I use the force. And you throw her into something? (laughs) And Alico dies. Rip off her arms. I choke the life out of her. Wait, you've got that one? I thought you were supposed to be a good space wizard. I didn't say that'd be a joke. No, um, no, I look at it in the future. For which? Um, what happens if we push our luck and go for the life support? Got two light side pips, so I'm gonna go with two things. Uh, one is you see, you see the racks and racks and racks of different things in life support. You see a hollow projector in the middle showing the the cross section of the star destroyer. You can see the front of it in yellow, the back of it in green, the bridge ridge uh, in green. At this point, there's 15 TIE fighter icons still alive with nine of them with red uh, X's over them. And as your sort of view pulls back from that, you can see a lot of stormtroopers. You figure in the neighborhood of like close to 20 stormtroopers there, each taking cover in behind different pieces of equipment and they're shooting towards a door where very effective fires coming through and picking up one then the other and then a grenade comes in exploding and right after the grenade goes off you see and hear the clump of another dark trooper move forward with its arm raised the same kind of arm that's currently sitting at kiss feet is your clone trooper okay he's been staring off for a while <laughs> he's he's not actually a clone trooper. He's he's hmm. a freak. Well, that's not great. I was hoping for something a little more heroic. You seem to think death is heroic. Here's the thing. That was one point. Uh, uh okay. One of the other things that you see, like as your vision is sort of coming back to you. You pull back. You see the five of you in the middle of a uh, hallway nexus, like an actual four-way intersection with a turbo lift, each shooting down different directions. At the feet of Matu is called a dozen stormtroopers sliced and diced. Kith has her, like, is pulling her axe out of one. And you've got Nima standing over Kith, uh, shooting with her dragoon, and there's Amp in the middle, going down each of the four corridors, almost, like, down one, shot, down the next one, shot, down the other shot, and just very mechanically, very droid-like, and each one felling a trooper. That feels like it's a bit further forward in the future. As your vision pulls back, it gets closer in time to you. You're seeing closer, physically in the Star Destroyer, is one of the secondary power regulators that seems to be close, but also doesn't seem to have as much of a stormtrooper presence. It only looks like there's 
about a dozen there. Possibly one sergeant. But you don't see anything else beyond that. As you keep pulling back, you then uh, see down the corridor, about three, four minutes away, a full force of stormtroopers following after where Matu and Nima came. Secondary power regulation. Where is it? Um, Alagova, no, right? Oh, absolutely. She's the second, in, or she was until very recently, the second in command of the ship. Uh, then she's going to relay that information, Ben. How close is it? <laughs> uh, it's actually not all that far. It's maybe, like, it's about a quarter of the way across the ship, further into the ship and down. It's kind of on the bottom of the ship, like, you know, Star Destroyers where they've got that big dome thing on the bottom. It's kind of near where one of those where the dome touches and how badly is that going to damage the ship is that a crippling blow or is that an inconvenience it's an inconvenience but it it grows like it's removing one of the safety factors on the gladiator like it is power regulation which can cause really weird things to happen i mean you remove enough power regulation things just start blacking out for no reason it is a much more reasonable goal it's significantly closer than life support, It's not, and it's not going to be as heavily guarded. Okay, well, we can do that or we leave right now, because they are very close behind us. Also, who is in charge of this ship? Captain Rauschio Nervi. All right, what's his deal? That of most Imperial officers. He's ambitious, and he's overreaching. How do we use that against him? He isn't arrogant man and that might be able to be used against him but he's also quite clever he figured me out without uh, with hardly any evidence at his feet and he's incredibly lucky i've seen him backed into a corner before uh, only to escape yeah well me too i wish i could just take him on one to one chip chop hit ha <laughs> Uh, Nima is going to say, uh, we didn't board this ship just to slow down one of their hangar bay launches. I say we go for the secondary power regulation. Hurt this ship as much as possible. As you're saying that, it comes back, a broadcast comes back. Sir, the door will take us at least 80 minutes to open, even if we blast it from the inside. We're working on it now, and we'll give an estimate as soon as... Oh. At that point, the broadcast goes dead. <laughs> Somebody wasn't looking at the buttons he pushed. Hey, nice one, Kiff. Yeah, ruined their um, intercom. Good work. It seems like they got the Rodian translation circuit off, though. That's kind of disappointing. They were setting up workarounds when I was escorted off the bridge, Alico says. Nima's going to say, Amp, pick up your head. Kiff, pick up your missile launcher. We're moving out. Don't know why I've carried this. Amp's been fiddling with the head this whole time. I'll carry the arm if you don't want it. I kind of want it, but it kind of weighs a lot. As you keep reminding me, I'm tiny. Matu, why don't you take our new friend here and lead the way? I will cover our rear. All right, here we go. Sword. And left, right, left. And then uh, Brent, did you want to make a slicing roll? Yeah. He's been sort of fiddling with the head for a little while. He has it on his shoulder next to his head to see how it looks. You can also just sort of see like that side's hand up under it with the uh, slicing scomplink out into the head. Yeah, does the little ventriloquism thing. 
Yeah, I can totally see that with him. I'm Matu's head. This is the head of my father's droid and his father's droid. <laughs> my helmet does not look like that. <laughs> my helmet has a T. Those are like sad faces. Kith, Kith uses a grease pen to kind of make it look look more like a T. Little smileys. Now it's sort of like a phase three clone trip. I'll draw a little tear on one side and a star on the other. <laughs> Hacking into a droid's brain. You do have direct access. I'm... What are you looking for in it? I have no idea. I was handed a head. <laughs> Under not entirely clear circumstances. Again. Well, you definitely have got a head in this. <laughs> you know, I don't really know how computers work. I just know that when I give notice. you parts of them, you get useful things from them. So, like, much like a cat who brings mice, mice to the door, I just bring you robot parts. So you're a pet? <laughs> I mean, let's examine our relationship here. He told me to be in a band, and I just did it. So, yeah, I think so. That sounds more dog-like than cat. Why don't we start with what is it, and can you figure out how many of those things are aboard? Nima's going to call from the back. Apparently it's a talking head, which would be a great name for a rock band. Um, so, yes. Uh, We've talked about this. You've only got one band. But it's the talking head. Just keep going. Just do your thing. Well, what are you wanting to do? Because uh, that's kind of what the difficulty is going to be based on. In this particular situation, uh, you know, under other circumstances, AMP would be, you know, interested in sort of the metaphysical ramifications of being a uh, decapitated droid head. Is the droid, you know, still functional? Could he be free? Could he be given a spider body? That'd be pretty Will awesome. TJ have another friend? Yeah. Can he play the drums? That's why I thought I was getting the head, man. But some of those questions are going to have to wait for more immediate concerns, and he will be looking for anything of tactical value to our immediate situation. Being a tactical droid, as Amp is. And in doing so, I'll even tossing your tactical droid training into this. Because, well, why not? As I then just promptly mess over my phase three calculations. That was a boost, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, you're looking for tactical information. You've already got... Yeah, you were the one with the map of the place, right? Map, the general map of the Star Destroyer. Yes. Yep. So, I'm going to go with a reduce of difficulty because of that and make this... I just sort of feel that powering up a enemy droid's brain inside an enemy's vessel might be dangerous. Call me paranoid. But I'm going to use one of these destiny points, and it's going to turn into... Yeah, it really feels like it should be a three red. And, yeah, setback. Because you're kind of pressured in doing this while you're moving, and also while you're joking around. Would uh, this be designated trying to disable a security device? I would definitely go with that's included in this. On account of you're trying to get into the droid's head. All right, okay. Seems like that would be an encrypted thing. And then I will remove the, the setback with the uh, bypass security. I will suffer two strain with Master Slicer to downgrade the check one. And I'll spend a destiny point because we got lots. <laughs> Unlike last session. And I'll end up with four success. Putting it on your shoulder that, like, really, you know, does it because once you're, like, one with the head. I'm actually fairly practiced in this, which is kind of creepy. You guys are weird. 
<laughs> At this point, there are 23 of these things active on the ship. There's another dozen of them uh, still in uh, ship defense low power mode. They haven't been activated, but they're known to be in crucial places. Like life support, the engine room, the reactor core. They're in sort of sconces, where if they detect anyone, they just sort of activate and then start shooting intruders. But yeah, you're able to get a decent idea of where those 24 that are currently active, or 23 that are currently active, are. You can see that there are two that are walking in this general direction on the ship. You can see that in the engine room, there's uh, three of them. You can see a bunch of them on the hangar bay, like scattered around it, about a dozen of those. And throughout different areas, you can see like ones and twos. In the direction for where the near secondary regulator is, you don't see any. Well, AMP will uh, mentally superimpose all that information on the map that he already has and uh, relay the information to the others without them even have to ask or that they prove that they really, really want it. Awesome. A little boy is all grown up. Hey, uh, what's all these blinky lights on the on the map? You didn't ask. <laughs> Never mind. Oh, wait, he just did. Whoa. Uh, I think those are people that want to kill us. Oh, right. Okay, great. Let's not go there. Does Nima wear a helmet? No. She does now. What? No. <laughs> it doesn't fit on my head because I haven't put holes in Your for my ears, ears will yet, be but fine. you can hear what they're saying. You know how hard it is to scramble someone's brain without damaging their helmet? Someone should wear it. I mean, it's a pretty awesome shot. Yeah. By the way, Kith just put it on your head and clipped but, it on your Look, it's chin. like we're heroes in some kind of space opera. I don't need a helmet. <laughs> It's unfashionable. But you now have one. No, 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 no. Listen, it has a comm link in it. Amp's already on that. No, 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 it's not. It's on their comm link. If you call it a bucket, it sounds all like, you know, military and stuff. Oh, my God. Fine. Uh, I think women that wear helmets are very attractive. <laughs> Bucketed. If I die wearing this thing, I'm going to haunt you forever. I'll take it off your, your <laughs> smoldering corpse if you die wearing it. Because uh, this is one of, the, like, uh, like in our chat, this is one of the, the goofy... Um... Oh, yeah. It's yes, a... it is It is the, it ridiculous is the Imperial Naval Trooper helmet, yes. And, and Kith does have the mouthpiece muted. Uh, what am I hearing when I put it on? You're hearing very arcane... Matu's bass playing. <laughs> it's just gossip. Oh, my God. <laughs> she was wearing <laughs> to, the, uh, to physical training the other day? Oh my god. You're mostly hearing uh, deployments going like squad arc 3 go to section ersk 2 deck 3. And that's my extent of my Arabish off the top of my head. Sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, it's still very impressive. I will go ahead and turn on my copy of the map on my hollow messenger and start just keeping an eye out to make sure see if i can't help help us avoid running into any patrols at the moment it sounds very very calm you do have one saying squad we are approaching their location prepare for engagement and you can hear the very very faint 
tink, 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 of Stormtrooper trotting. Um, coming from behind us? From the direction that Matu and Nemo came from. Nemo, okay. sorry. I like Nemo. Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to pick up the pace, people. Do you want me to carry you again? No, 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 no. Just wait. What? faster. <laughs> All right. Did he rescue you from something? Nope. Were you a damsel? Nothing of the sort happened. I'm going to tell Mala. She's very heavy. I know, right? <sighs> I hate you all. And screen wipe. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I'm I'm figuring that we screen wipe over to the outside of this regulation bay. It's got a large blast door that is closed, like the giant diamond Star Destroyer kind of uh, blast door. Uh, and it does look closed. You don't see any guards there on the outside. And according to Amp's communication with the Dark Troopers, you aren't seeing any on the inside. You aren't seeing any Dark Troopers in there. You're seeing some that seem to be slowly following you guys. They're still about five minutes behind you. So what is what is the main mechanism in this room look like? At the moment, you can't really see into the room. You're in the hallway. Oh, okay. There's one of those giant doors in the way. Amp, can you slice slice us inside? Can can I can I try and um, mechanic it first? Since I had that little bit of boost, or is that gone? Since it was the last. No, time? that's that's still going, but it'll still take a bit of time. Okay, so if I choose to, instead of waiting for the time to actually mechanic it, do I still get... You'll get an improvement on that, yes. Okay. So she asks Amp to slice it, and Kith puts a finger up and says, Hold on. Kicks aside a vent thing and sticks her head in and starts fiddling. Okay. Kith, open up the door. (laughs) What is my difficulty? I'm really feeling that this should be... With me spending this point, because while well, everything just sort of seems to be uh, pushing in on everyone, I'm thinking that it should be one purple, two red, and a setback. Is there any way for Agent Alico to assist, since since she has a uh, more familiarity with Imperial systems and this ship in particular? Uh, give a boost for it, yeah. Okay. Okay, so what did... um? What's your current dice pool? Well, for me, it's the four yellow, and then the one purple and the two red. I'd be giving a... Yeah. I'd give you a green for it. Sweet. And I'll let our listeners try and figure out what the heck I just did. Was it an upgrade? Was it an increase? Who knows? Okay. Whatever he did, <laughs> it currently stands at one green, four purple... Or four purple. Oh, dear God, no. It's time to go to bed. One green, four yellow, one blue, one purple, two red, uh, and any setbacks assigned were less than uh, two, so I ignore them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Leslie, <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Sorry. Doors in this place are tough. Yeah, you, you got to tell the listeners what you just rolled, because this is one of those weird rolls. <laughs> so, um. You call it weird, I call it awesome. I like it. I got I got two triumphs, um, but they're both canceled because <laughs> well, I rolled five failures. So it's two triumphs, one failure, and three advantage. So that's two triumphs while working on the door's hydraulics. A failure, but I'm really figuring that the failure is 
Like, you're trying to open this door so that you're surprising the stormtroopers and everyone inside, and I'm really thinking that that doesn't happen. That the door does open. The door opens just like you're expecting it, but it's one of those things of, and now everyone who is inside, like you've got technicians at the back of them, at the back of there, who are sort of cowering with their little holdout blasters out, and you've got stormtroopers there, grand old 13 of them, up front with their blasters all drawn. Is this a power regulator, a, you know, lightning shooting from two ends into a center point type of situation? Or is it more of a boring bank of machines? Neither. It's kind of, it looks a lot like a, this sort of powered up lying down tube. Like, it doesn't have lightning going between things, but it's got this really large, like, blue-white glow from the inside, and this thing is just sort of spinning. Okay. Things that spin are so much cooler than things that don't spin. This is true. This is fact. Um, Here's what I'm thinking. This is dumb, but I'm going to suggest it anyway. Uh, the two triumphs are, and the reason that this door is attracting so much attention is that it flies off of the hydraulic track completely. Somehow Kif has overpowered it and the door becomes loose. And I would like to use the second triumph to attempt to force throw it into the power regulator. <laughs> okay. Um, it would disable it quickly. I'll go with it. I just want one pip. Okay, um, can I just say, since he took my triumphs away from me, can the three advantage? One. He took one. Or there's still a second. Okay, fine. Uh, I wanted just that, um, while I was in there, I just happened to also see the communication line so they can't contact anyone over the internal comms. Okay. Or that can be the advantages and somebody else can come up with something awesome for the other canceled triumph. I don't know that they're going to need the internal comms once uh, the power regulation is down. Hmm. <laughs> like, I think that'll be pretty okay, good. Okay, fair enough. Do what you will. <laughs> it just, they're currently having some technical difficulties. Well, it, it, it could set something ship. up. Like, maybe maybe they're already relying on like the secondary power regulation, either, either due to the damage we've caused or having to reroute communications or other systems. Like, the fact that we're about to mess with this. If they're leaning on it more than we currently think, then that's useful. Okay, so how about we explain it? We blew that stuff up in the comm, and we messed with the door, and they're they're running around like crazy. And that sent power surges throughout the ship, and so the regulator is working on overtime trying to keep things from causing more problems. So this is a big deal. I like that. I actually really like that. That would eat like the second triumph. But yeah, no, I Sounds really good. like that. I'm I'm fine with that. Okay. All right, Chris. Like the door itself is flying. I'm totally good with that. I just to hit the thing I want to pip. Kachoo! I got two light side pips. So I think this is what happens. Matu, not being technically minded, has thought that Kif has done this on purpose. So he's standing there, sword drawn. She does something, I don't know if she says anything, and goes, Kush! the door comes loose and starts flying through the air, and he goes, oh, nice idea, lifts up both hands, reaches out with a force, and just hurls it as hard as he can against the power regulator. So now, 
where I was saying it wasn't shooting lightning and whatnot, <laughs> now it is. It's spinning. It's like if you've ever spun anything and it's just got that slightly off center. Like the worst thing is a fan that's just slightly off center. And that's what's happening now. The wom wom wom. Yeah. This thing starts exactly. going slightly askew. All right, Kit's going to yell that we should get out of there now. Because that's a bad sound for a machine to make. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> that was easier than I thought. <laughs> and, uh, did Alico come with us? Or is she sitting back no, there? No, no, like, Al- Alico's with people? you. She She's the reason why you had oh, okay. that boost on that check. She didn't do anything to oh, help, that's apparently. Right, that's right. But... <laughs> so, so we all start to run away, and Alico's just standing there like, what just happened? So Kip just grabs her elbow and Okay, pulls. I've actually got... I technically have two questions. What did Amp do, and what did Nima do? Uh, what, when this all happened? Yeah, like, uh, Kith goes, oh no, pulls out of there, the doors go flying, Matu raises his hands like a crazy person, and the doors do something. Then you start hearing this womp, 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 womp. So yeah, what's Nima doing, and what's Amp doing? This is before Kith yells out, we you, should go. You would, uh, oh, here's where I'm going to probably end up hurting myself. Um, you had mentioned there were technicians and stormtroopers with blasters at the ready, correct? Correct. Then the second Nima started seeing them, she would have moved to the front to help protect people with her shield out. And when the door flew into the generator and starts making that womp, womp, womp sound, Nima's starting to get a bit worried, starting to back up a bit, but she doesn't actually turn to run until Kith calls out. Okay. And what's Amp doing? I mean, you do have a lot of targets in front of you. Yeah, this is generally the point where uh, Amp has observed that they want him to start shooting people. And so, (laughs) you know, he's a little, you know, taken aback by the claim that he's a loyal droid. That was kind of unnecessary and offensive. But, you know, given the situation, he probably wouldn't hold it against him too much. And uh, he would have gotten his uh, uh, blaster rifle out and been preparing to uh, thin out the herd, as they say in droidland. Okay, Mike. Question then becomes a minion group or the sergeant? Because the sergeant is the classic pauldron dude. I mean, the thing that I really like about Legion is that perfect pauldron. Yeah, being a sniper, he's he's somewhat into high value targets. He probably would focus on the sergeant. Hey, I got one of those earlier, so if you want to start comparing pauldron counts. You're counting your pauldrons? I mean, I killed one (laughs) so far. I killed one. So if you kill one, we'll be tired. Could be the same one. Maybe you didn't kill him. But he was on the floor, and I said, "Say, tell your ancestors Matu Ordo sent you, and then I thrust my blade through his back until he bled all over the floor. Hey, he's got a little sword mark on his back. <laughs> that is not a sword mark. That is a power. I, I think that's why he puts his gun. It's like a gun slot. Would you let the droid shoot? Media he's aiming his gun as he's, as he's doing oh, yeah. all this. I was absolutely figured, figuring that. It's going to be a one purple, one red, because he's at medium range with adversary one. I don't worry about it, dude. I'll clean up after you. I killed that one! <laughs> uh, it sounds like I have time to true aim. Yeah. With the bickering, yes. Bickering? Us? No. I actually read the oh, word God. bickering in my notes. Three fairly. success. Oh, my gosh. And five advantage. <laughs> Alright, so what damage does your rifle do uh that would be 16 damage with some pierce right and what gun were you using dhx heavy blaster pierce 2 oh you're scary one so how much was that 16 you said 16 pierce 2 so when i say for special occasions 
not people laying helpless on the floor that might issue with the blaster carbine. Like like when you're showing showing up, Matu? Yeah, you know, kneecap and stuff. You and the kneecaps, it's disturbing. Yeah, it kind of is. Like, it's come up a few times. I don't know, he was talking about headshots for a long time before that. I would say kneecaps is, you know, step away from me. Well, disturbing. okay, here's the thing, though. Where are you shooting him? Because I kind of need to know how he flips over. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, headshot, pretty much. Because, uh, like, okay, I am taking... What's your crit rating on that thing? Uh, three. Okay, I do kind of want three advantage, but... Yeah, using the three advantage, I would probably go with you then. He amped just puts down his gun and says, you see, that's how you kill them so that they stay down. You know, you don't do the sword to the back. I already killed... <laughs> that's a new one. Let's go check his chest. And it's at this Time point Time for bickering where, later. Yeah. So that one shot pretty much goes right between... Splits the visor part of the stormtrooper perfectly into two goggles now. <laughs> going right between the eyes. And this has caused the stormtrooper to, like, flip over. And as you hear the plastic laminate click or thud going down, you then hear 12 blaster rifles opening up at the exact same time, or as so close you can't tell. Like, it might be able to, but otherwise, no. And they're shooting randomly at this point, so living up to the Stormtrooper name, but there is this volume of fire going around. Amp kind of ducks down and says, kind of got him all riled up, I think. Uh, since I had moved up to try to take some fire, since Kith was near the door, could I have bodyguarded her? Yep, absolutely. Okay. Uh, Lieutenant Kukuru, uh, do we go forward through this, or should we retreat backwards? Uh, Ben, can I make a, like, a knowledge warfare check as Alico? Figure out what our best options are here? Okay, yeah. Assuming she has it, yes. She does. She has three ranks in it and an intellect of three. And I want to argue, uh, some kind of boost, because, again, she knows the ship really well. Probably a setback, Fair because she's, you know, distracted by amps, you know, awesomeness. More by the by shape, shapely chassis. Yeah, my suit. I'm more going with the volume of fire going at as she's trying to like rack her brain, and it actually toss in two setback for that, because like doing a knowledge check under fire, literally. So it's kind of disconcerting. It'll be one purple, two red, and the two setback that I had already said. After I flip this one black destiny point, because yeah. This is, like, Alco's racking her brain, seeing what this crew can do, knowing the amount of troops that are probably on the way if Amp's internal reporting is right. And uh, I flipped a uh, light side point back, giving her a green on top of her three yellow and boost. And uh, her familiarity with the ship definitely helped here as she got three successes. Volume of Fire is the name of our next (laughs) single, by the way. Whoa. Just so you know, he's going on a solo career. He's leaving you. So Alico knows that there are troopers coming up behind us. She knows there's troopers in this room. And so she's trying to find a third option here. Rather than push through this room or go back the way we came. Like, is there, like, if we go back down the hallway, is there a quick turn or something we can do to get some distance from everybody? Yes, I'm going with... Because you've got three successes, yes, you can. You're essentially finding a sort of third, less used way. Follow me. She's going to call out, and um, 
taking a couple of shots at the stormtroopers as a form of covering fire. She is going to lead the way back down the hallway towards that path. Yeah, you heard her. Follow Kukaroo this way. Do you really not pay attention to things? <laughs> what? <laughs> Never mind. As you're retreating from the room, running but not just flat out running away like Han Solo, the... Oh, come on. He runs away very quickly from stormtroopers. Some of the stormtroopers are making it out into the hallway, and it's at that point you hear this huge zort from the uh, regulator, and... You aren't far enough away from it yet. You actually see a flash of light. Like, it's just astounding how much light. Apparently the thing arced in there and has now just done something astounding. And the volume of fire coming after you has lessened by a significant (laughs) amount. As sort of the echo of the blast goes away, you can see the lights flicker for a second on the storm on the Star Destroyer. Are you happy with the damage you've caused now? Can we go? Alico is going to ask. I mean, that went really well. You know, we still got a missile too. Where's primary power regulation? Nima asks. Pretty much in the bottom middle of the ship. How far away is it from our current location? Primary power regulation is essentially the reactor core. And by essentially, yeah, that really is. Surf what the reactor core does. Kachoo! You keep uh, sneezing. One dark side, two dark side. <laughs> um, yeah, Kachow has been becoming more and more a sneeze as we've gone. <laughs> Give me a next best target. Go. Hmm. Next best target on that. That's... Ugh. I'm just trying to think on that. And uh, Let's see. Next best target. Ah, uh, while you work that out. Kef! 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 She's totally taking after you now, you know. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh, I'm sorry, were you saying something? <laughs> yeah, listen. Do you know how to build a lightsaber? I thought you wanted a... I could... No? Well, can we figure it out later? I'm really suddenly gonna hang on this Jedi thing. Fine? Son of a... Could you imagine it? One sword in one hand, lightsaber in the other. Whoosh, whoosh. Wow, wow. Or you could just build two lightsabers. <sighs> oh, can you do that? <laughs> hey, Kif, can you build two lightsabers? Kif pulls a little, a little illustration she had made on a scrap of napkin forever ago and just rips it into quarters and puts it in Matu's hand. This doesn't look much like a lightsaber, but... It it looks, if you look at it, it looks kind of like a really crude drawing of a basilisk wardroid. Oh, I still want this too. <laughs> Actually, put a lightsaber on the wardroid. <laughs> it's got a lightsaber rhino horn. <laughs> she pokes him in the chest. If we survive. Okay, here's the thing. Is, yeah, with two light side points, it's starting to look like the stormtroopers are closing in pretty quick from multiple directions. The stormtroopers that you just left, they're relatively thinned out now, but there's more coming to it. And as Matu's looking around the ship, most of the places nearby have a fairly high stormtrooper presence. Like you're sort of going through and you see squad here, squad there. Like they're pretty much putting... Like half squads next to each door now. 
at least in the major spots. And like they're even uh, putting people in the armory now. That was about the only other place nearby. Uh, Cap Force isn't looking good. Feels like they're really taking us seriously. Good. But think about this. You took down the power regulation with a door. Imagine what we can do a really big door. with that missile. If we can I mean, get somewhere. Either way, if we don't succeed, I get to die in a glorious battle. So I'm satisfied with whatever choice you make. As Matu turns, you see that Kith has drawn frowny faces on his back with her grease pen. I just like like the the little cross-eyed sticking tongue out. Just all sorts of just stupid faces whenever he was distracted. She's been drawing on him. One more target, then we get off this ship. All right. Uh Kukuru, where we go? Uh Ben for Alico, what would she if they want to cause more damage from our current location, what's going to be kind of the right balance of not as heavily defended but also still worth taking out? Because unlike Nima, Aliko's more looking to, you know, survive this. How is Nima not? She's got Mala. Like, what, what uh, the Nima, Nima does want to live. She's not in the same drive she was b- before. But at the same time to her, if you're going to board a Star Destroyer and do damage to it, you don't have to it. Okay, true. Yep. Yep, yep. Can we exa- just Just a thought. Instead of maybe blowing something else up, is there a way we can exacerbate the damage we've already caused? Okay, so one of the power, one of the secondary power regulars is cooking off slowly, or needs to be turned off and cause weirdness or whatever. It's out of the picture. You've messed around the flight controls, the front doors. That's taking a long time to get repaired. So I have I have a strange thought. Okay, I'm open to ideas. Okay, so. Now, I, I'm not quite sure of our exact position aboard this ship right now. I'm just trying to think of, of weird, weird, potentially useful targets. So, right now, trying to conduct an invasion of Zorn, their like security, internal security is going to be mostly concerned with things like shields, weapons, the landing craft, troops, etc. What would be the security contingent around the hyperdrive? Uh, or nav computer. Something else I'm thinking about is really our goal isn't to do damage, it is to delay. Is there any way to trick the hyperdrive into activating? Oh, I get it. So we we like send it on a little hop, skip, and a jump, like like an hour away. It, 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 even if it doesn't run into back. something, because that obviously requires turning off all these safeties and other things, but just forcing it into a jump somewhere is still going to eat up time. Okay, hmm. that would be an interesting thing, especially if you were wanting to do that on a delay, because I can't really see you guys wanting to be on board. Yes, the ship not aboard the Star Destroyer that. when it goes in the hyperspace. <laughs> okay, so I like your idea. Uh, there's got to be like a secondary. Okay, this is absolutely going to require like AMP and Kith. As you're describing this, uh, Alico gets this kind of really weird idea, and oh. There's a like secondary room where a lot of the cabling passes through, and there's a chance that you can splice and slice in there. Let's go for it. We've got a slicer. We have a mechanic. Let's put them to work. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can find show updates on Twitter at The Hydean Way, and you can find me, Ben, on Twitter at Deuterium Ice. I can be found on Twitter at Twelfth Night. That's 1-2-T-H and Night with a K. If you want to hear more of me and you like audio drama, superheroes, jetpacks, simian sidekicks, then you should check out the Arrow Girl Adventures over at arrowgirladventures.podbean.com. I also had the pleasure of doing a guest spot on the Broadswords podcast for the Podcast of Foes Dungeons & Dragons event. Our episode is live now and can be listened to over at dnd.wizards.com along with the rest of the Podcast of Foes episodes. You can find the biological unit that plays, you know, the awesome amp, Amp of Awesomeness, on Twitter at ibrantbrown. And I gotta say, girl, you can make a Jedi crave adventure and excitement. Hat tip, Duncatrix. I don't get it. Hi, you can find the very embodiment of ignorance on this show at GS. Uh, if you want more of me, you can find me on Twitter at IngDaydreams or my show Twitter at SilZeroChris. That's spelled S-I-L-Z-E-R-O, named after uh, my other podcast, Silhouette Zero, a show about tiny aliens going on grand adventures and sometimes about steam buddies who uh, steal things. I'm so glad that I got those guys started. We are all at TheHydeanWay.com, where you can find previous episodes and our sister podcast, Tales from the Hydean Way. Our podcasts are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, where you can find more episodes and help us out by rating and reviewing the show. We're also on Facebook as Heroes of the Hydean Way. You can drop us a holocom over to heroes at thehydeanway.com. If you like what we do and want to support the show, you can find us at patreon.com slash thehydeanway. Or you can donate a coffee to us at ko-fi.com slash thehydeanway. 